This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, February 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's satellites. Produce industry still reeling. Wine M&A heat up. Ports investigated. And Thursday hearing set for USTR nominee. Pandemic impacts continue for the produce industry. When most food services across the country shut down nearly a year ago, $5 billion worth of produce was suddenly stuck in the food chain. Trucks were turned around on their way to the customer, said Robert Gunther, Senior Vice President for Public Policy at United Fresh Produce at the USDA Ag Outlook Forum last week. Those early disruptions have resulted in a significant amount of invoices that remain unpaid, which continues to concern us in a very significant way. The fresh produce chain was ill-equipped to pivot suddenly. Fruits and vegetables are packaged differently for wholesale versus retail. Sales relationships don't often exist between traditional wholesale suppliers and retailers, and they don't form overnight. Retailers weren't prepared for the dramatic panic buying. Relief programs help sustain many businesses, but the experience drew attention to the need for more diverse business models, Gunther said. Packers could expand distribution channels to family packs and grab-and-go, for example, and farmers could grow more types of produce, building greater resiliency into the supply chain. It's also a focus. Expect an active year for M&A among wineries. The pandemic set in motion major changes to the global wine industry that will play out in 2021, according to a new report by Rabo Research. Larger wineries will have the upper hand, leading to further consolidation. A much higher level of activity around mergers and acquisitions will make up for a cautious 2020 as well, that according to the industry analysis. Three specific factors have been driving the changes. Sales at restaurants and bars plummeted during the shutdowns and will not recover for several years, with large restaurant and wine brands filling the void. Large wineries have made more inroads with e-commerce. Private equity funds have become flush with cash and are scooping up small businesses and rolling them up into larger and better funded chains. Investigation into shipping container hoarding gains steam. The Federal Maritime Commission has been investigating a practice by marine operators at ports to stockpile empty containers during a shortage of outgoing containers. Commissioner Rebecca Dye is ordering ocean carriers at ports in California and New York to hand over information on their policies and practices that, according to the Western Agricultural Processors Association, the commission could use this information to hold hearings and levy enforcement actions or regulatory rulemaking. It is our hope that this effort will create some movement in the ongoing debacle at the California ports, according to a statement from WAPA. U.S. dairy sector faces uncertain prospects in 2021. New forecasts for strong production, uncertain demand, high stocks, weaker prices, and higher feed costs paint an unsettled outlook for the U.S. dairy sector in 2021, that according to a new USDA report. 
Entering 2021, the situation facing the dairy sector is unsettled at best, according to a report released Friday by Shale Shangham, an analyst with the USDA's World Outlook Board. The sector faces uncertainty as to the timing and path of return to normalcy of demand or what normal will even look like. Domestic demand took a blow last year when hotel and restaurants shut down during the worst months of the COVID-19 outbreak. But USDA purchasing programs, some strong sources of demand at the retail level, and resilient international demand provided some relief. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. New leaders for USDA's FPAC and FSA bring diverse backgrounds. Two new officials will begin their roles at USDA today and will bring a wide array of experience working in farm and natural resources policy with Latino and Native American individuals. Gloria Montaya Green will serve as Deputy Undersecretary for USDA's Farm Production and Conservation Mission Area, and Zach Ducheneau will serve as Administrator of the Department's Farm Service Agency. USDA Chief of Staff Catherine Ferguson said both will make great additions to their team. With their leadership of USDA farm and conservation programs, we will create new market opportunities and streams of income for farmers, ranchers, and producers that address climate change and environmental challenges, Ferguson stated. Senate panel sets Thursday hearing to consider tie for USTR. The Senate Finance Committee will hold a hearing Thursday to consider the nomination of Catherine Tai to be President Joe Biden's U.S. trade representative and point person on the future of trade relations with China. One of the biggest trade policy questions for the new administration is whether or not the U.S. will join the comprehensive and progressive Trans-Pacific Partnership with Japan, Vietnam, and nine other Pacific Rim countries. That's a goal that many U.S. farm groups like the National Pork Producers Council say they fully support. FTC asked to look into grocery store retail practices. The Federal Trade Commission needs to investigate the way food products are promoted and sold, which currently puts small ag producers at a disadvantage, the Center for Science and the Public Interest said in a letter to FTC commissioners. Farmers who cannot afford trade promotion fees typically cannot place products in prime store locations like end-of-aisle displays, the letter sent Friday says. CSPI also wants the FTC to look specifically at the online environment where larger food and beverage companies pay retailers to give their products prominent placement. The increasingly pervasive practices of trade promotion and category management when coupled with personalized data collection have had the potential to threaten competition, limit consumer choice, and ultimately harm public health, CSPI said. Here's today's He Said It. We are stewards of the earth. To harness that momentum, policymakers must ensure that America's farmers have a seat at the table. That CDFA Secretary A.G. Kawamura and the National Farmers Union past president Roger Johnson in an op-ed for Cal Matters. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, February 22nd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.